This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Did you enjoy our live stream, Brown John? If so, there's another one coming up on the 22nd of April. If you didn't see it because you were busy or just an idiot, then you should check it out because the reviews we got for the first one were sensational mm. find out more about it on our twitter and also you can get your tickets what's our website called again tf time machine tf time machine.com yeah, yeah tickets the links, are available the there links will be out there yeah 22nd of april 7 p.m loads of great stuff um get involved This is Top Flight Time Machine. I'm Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? It's Life Logistics. Um, it begins with the sound of my son uh, departing from his bedroom next door because he's heard me podcasting and he's decided that's not going to allow him to continue to sleep until beyond midday. So he's, uh, he's left his room and he's gone off with his duvet probably. To sit on the sofa. Ha <laughs> ha, screw you, son. Oh. Bloody hell, I something. can't believe it. It's a bit late, isn't it? What's he, has he got any work to do? He's saying something. No, he's somewhere old. is on now. Is it? Much. Well, it's, it's supposed to be next week, but um, we had issues with motivation regarding the homework. And so I said that if yeah. you put in a really solid two weeks, you can have the final week off. Right, he doesn't nice. do anything the last week at school, do you? For some holidays, nah, nah, you're right. You know what I mean, you don't. It's, it's, yeah. toy, it's toy day, toy day every day, every Another day. Another t-shirt idea. Yeah, every day is toy day. <laughs> every day is like toy, toy day. day. Every day is dead fun and gay. <laughs> don't even when you say toy day, right? I start to mm. feel sick, like my mum warned me I'd be. Yeah. Sorry. I vomit. <laughs> I, I'm going to vomit now because I'm thinking about Toy Day. <laughs> toy Day panic. Yeah, oh, toy uh, day. What am I going to take? Oh, I don't want to take the Millennium Vulcan in case someone nicks it off me. <laughs> yeah, well, that so would be like a consideration to- on Toy Day because you'd be like, yeah, of I, I want to take a, to- a really good toy. The criteria is what is going to be fun to play with. Attract mm-hmm. other children to want to play with me. Mm-hmm. Um, what's going to be quite flash and look like I am quite a well-resourced toy owner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, fu- well-funded. <laughs> I'm a well-funded toyer. <laughs> yeah. But From the a thing good about toy days, it's, yeah. it's hierarchical, isn't it? Because it hierarch- is, yeah. is that the word? Because... Mm. Everyone takes a toy in, but you are mm. taking toys in that you want to attract other kids to play with you. Mm. Some kids yeah. then are going to have no one play with their toys. Yeah, because, you know I mean, I mean obviously, you go to a school, you know, like, a, my school was very mixed, right? Which is the case at most sort of state schools. They can be very mixed. Mm-hmm. So there'd be some, you know, some kids 
were quite posh, and they were probably spoiled and probably had kids. Um, can I just ask? Prob- can, I, can, I, can I just ask? Yeah. Are you rattling something? No, I'm not. I've got my stress ball. Look, silent, just, silent I, stress ball. I can ball, hear so. it for once. Yeah. Okay. Well. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> and then, so you'd have some spoiled kids who'd probably get a special toy bought for them, especially for toy day. It's oh. toy day, mother. It's toy day, mother. I don't want to take in an old soiled toy. It will what need to be something fresh and gleaming and impressive to the other children because I want it to be the best toy, or even worse. Kids who don't say that, but whose parents are like that. That you know what? There's a mm. kid at, at my at my son's school, right? Who is like that? Like the mum. It's it's not about the kid. He's nice, but the mm. mum is so fucking falling over herself to be queen bee. There's always mm. one in every category that it mm. would be like I'm gonna buy. Like if if my kid goes on a play date. Well, actually, I'm not going to go into it because I don't want to. You know, you never know who's listening. We all remember the. The situations yeah. I found myself in the past. Yeah, exactly. There would always be like, now, now, no, you're not taking that toy because it's old and dirty. I've been to Hamley's and bought you a brand new <laughs> cowboy fort made of real wood. <laughs> take that in. And here are some cowboys and Indians. Your father will take you into school early on the day at 7.30am so you can so he can assemble it for you before school begins at 9am. And... And on Toy Day, of course, desk space in the classrooms, a valuable real estate. You need to get there (laughs) early in order to claim the best spot. (laughs) But then they'd be quite, um, you know, like quite, to be honest, Andy, I mean, don't like to say this, but quite common children, right, Mm. at at my school as well, who there'd be kids who I'd look up to and kids that I'd look down to. And, you know, one of them might just bring in a shoe. Do you know what I mean? What's that, mate? Oh, it's my best toy. What is it? Oh, it's my brother's shoe. Yeah. But it don't fit him no more, so he lets me play with it. What? Yeah. What? What? Why don't you do it? Well, I pretend it's a car. Or yeah. because, like, we can't afford Star Wars stuff, I pretend sometimes it's Luke's X-Wing fighter. Mate, yeah. it doesn't... I've got to tell it. I've got to tell you, mate, that looks nothing like a fucking X-Wing fighter. No, don't be like that. Stick yeah. your Luke Skywalker in there. No, sorry, mate. I'm, uh, I'm really sorry, but I'm uh, not uh, playing with you. I've got an imaginary Luke Skywalker. I can't fool me <laughs> one. Or I use this stick that I found in the park and I pretend that's Luke Skywalker. Oh, I'm getting upset just thinking about this. A kid okay, with a shoe and a down. stick. A shoe and a stick that he had to pretend was an X-Wing fighter and Luke Skywalker oh, because my. they were that poor. Oh, no. Sure that's ruined my day and I just invented it. Yeah. That makes it worse. So yeah, yeah one, boys, but imagine um, one kid, and he didn't even have a shoot. He just literally sat in the corner playing with imaginary toys. Just the imagination, yeah. My mum says that the best toys are the ones inside your imagination. So that's what I'm playing with now. Fuck me. Well, yeah. Good luck to you. But I'm going over there with Sebastian, who's just got a brand new fucking cowboy fort made of real wood. <laughs> And he says, I can play with him. So thanks for the offer, mate. But I'd rather <laughs> play with that than with your fucking imaginary toys. <laughs> See you later, you mad cunt. <laughs> Toy day. You're right. I mean, it's very political. It is um, terrible. And maybe that's why it doesn't happen as much anymore. I don't know. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, so he's, uh, he's, 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 he's 12 and a half. So he's kind of like almost teenage. So he's like a thing where he'll just stay in bed till noon. Yeah, my daughter is like that on uh, non-school days. She'll be like that. I've turfed them now with me podcasting. 
Right, what are we doing? It's life logistics, isn't it? What have we had? Um, life I saw that, logistics. You, you, you replied to one on Twitter. Um, we put out the appeal for life logistics questions. Mm. Uh, Dutch legend Brian Roy, probably not the Brian Roy, on Twitter, said, just finished The Sopranos. Feel like there's a massive hole in my life without. There is, correct. Life will never be the same again. You will never have that moment of watching The Sopranos for the first time. He says, yeah. what can I watch next? And you've, mm. you've you've tweeted a reply, which is not yeah. in the spirit of life logistics. Yeah, sorry, Sam. I think I just got carried away. I didn't realise did. that he was. Yeah, it's probably uh, but I was a bit bored. I, I read that. Read that. What you said? He said, "Have you done Breaking Bad and The Wire?" Also, Irish crime drama Love Hate is a classic. So is Boardwalk Empire with Steve Buscemi and Ray Donovan. Mm. So there you are. Um, yeah, especially I think mean, if you like The Sopranos, the two that are the most closely associated, I would say, are. I mean, Ray Donovan is basically a rip-off of The Sopranos, set the is family or okay. Irish. Not, I'd say a rip-off, that's unfair. I mean, it's a brilliant programme. It's really I great. I need to get into that one, I think. It's, yeah. it's really, really great programme. And to say it's a rip-off is unfair. It's not like... But what I mean to say is it's, it's very similar because it's, it's a crime family. In this case, yeah. they're Irish. And uh, they're Irish and uh, they're in uh, LA, well, at least for the first few series, as opposed to... Italian and in New Jersey but yeah many parallels because it's a half about his family life and half about his work life and right. all the struggles and the mental illness which of course when The Sopranos starts is a huge part of it and uh, the drinking and all the rest of it so that's great and and Love Hate is also like that that actually is in Irish I mean Ray Donovan's Irish American and John Voight plays his dad in one of the fucking greatest television performances ever the, wow. the character he plays is fucking sensational, John Voight. Love Hate is a bit more, a little bit under the radar. It was never, because I think it was a bit pre-Netflix revolution, but you can get them on DVD and there's about right. four series of that and it's all set in Dublin and it's fucking brutal. The drug yeah. the drug wars in Dublin, it was all based on truth as well. You know, it's like a lot of it was kind of based on actual news stories, but they dramatised it. Fucking brutal. Okay. And I, you know... I thought Dublin was just a lovely place. I thought it was a safe, lovely city before I watched that show. <laughs> I mean, it is lovely. But, not. Yeah. I'll tell you another just... one while we're on the subject. It's another classic that I didn't put on the list. I don't know if you ever <clears> saw, Andy, but it's a real fucking classic from quite a long time ago that I'm going to revisit one of these days. It's The Shield with Michael Chitlis. Mm. You know that one? I know it, but I never got into it. But yeah, a lot of people fucking say it's really, really good. amazing. It's one of those shows as well that's like, I think there's about six series and it gets better and madder as it goes right. on. Michael Chitlis and, uh, what's his name? Walton Goggins. Fucking amazing name. He was a guy who was in that Tarantino <laughs> film, The Hate for Late. But anyway, that's good too. I've just had a look on justwatch.com, which is the search engine for all stuff that's streaming oh, yeah. in various places. And apparently that Love Hate is on BritBox. Right. that. That's five five quid a month, I think, BritBox, but it's on there. All five oh, series are on I there. I haven't got that, BritBox. So, I might um, get it. I might have a look at that. Um, I think you'd I, like you know, it. It's I've, really good. I've always, been, I've always been spoiled by The Sopranos. I've started so many drama series and just sort of bailed after about three episodes because I've thought, oh, it's not The Sopranos. It's yeah, I mean, the the Sopranos, even The Sopranos, though, like I think <clears> the first <throat> series is the weakest series of all of them. Yeah, and, of course, but uh, then... And I have started... It's still great, I, though. Before it clicked with me, I think I tried and failed when it first came out to get really oh, right. into it. When it was at first out on TV, which I think was like the late nineties, and then, and then slowly I got more. You know, I, I went back to it a few years mm-hmm. later, 
and then you know you you break through the first few because the first few are less kind of about gangsters and more about mm. his relationship with his mother and his therapist and so yeah. you know when I was still quite young probably in my 20s when it came out I was a bit like oh, fuck yeah. off oh, why don't they start killing people and putting their heads in clamps <laughs> like in their Martin Scorsese films but uh, then I got a bit yeah. older and got more into the other more subtle bits but all of them Love Hate The Shield all of those other ones that I recommend you know you always have to sort of I think white knuckle the first three to four episodes of anything yeah. and just think this is quite that like Breaking Bad. I couldn't watch it because it was started off being about a bloke, a, a father who got mm-hmm. terminal cancer in his forties, and that's like the last thing I need to be fucking watching <laughs> with my nerves. Do you know what I mean? I so got through the first to- series. I never, I never got any further. But everyone says, "Oh, you got to watch the first series, then it gets better." Fucking yeah. make it good from the fucking start. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't have yeah, to but fucking you know in, how in, the, invest these twelve American hours in shows, something. These American shows are made by algorithm, not humans. And so what they do is they, they put now, the yeah. first one out and then they start basically being able to trace your emotional responses yeah, to yeah. every last yeah. thing. And that informs the second series and so on and so on. And that's why they always get better as they go along because everything is been, based on feedback. There has been one or two things that have been cancelled on Netflix and there have been massive fan outcry because they've been cancelled before their time kind of thing. And Netflix yeah. have kind of gone, well, it's the algorithm. <laughs> the algorithm has said no more. Trust oh, us. sorry, yeah. <laughs> we know like, freaks- that... <laughs> Freaks and Geeks. Do you remember that? That was yeah. the um, with Judd Apatow and basically everyone who became a big comic actor in in Hollywood for the last twenty mm-hmm. years. They all started in that one show, and that only lasted one series. And that's an yeah. absolute fucking knockout series. That is probably the best thing he's ever done. So that's TV covered then. What else yeah. have we got? Let's have a look. Got anything there in the mailbag? Uh, let's see, Roddy Pete who's a regular and respected cunter. In fact, I went on one of his football podcasts to talk about being mental in the nut recently. Oh, yeah. Um, he says, all right, lads, compact story of a big ball of vinegar crisps. My mate Joe used to get a few bags of salt and vinegar crisps, drench them in vinegar, roll into a ball and eat it throughout the day. Oh, like an apple. Like hell. Like an, a vinegary crisp it's, apple. Re- returning oh. back to it. On special occasions, he used to add Worcester sauce into the mix. Um, P.S. I have a pink snooker ball in my mouth. Yeah, I mean, that's not life logistics, is it? But I read it out anyway. I suppose it is in as much <laughs> as Andy talked about last week about how it can be nice to roll up bread into a bowl and, eat, and yeah. eat it in pellet form. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so... If you're if you're into that, here's another recommendation. You can turn crisps into you just by drenching crisps in vinegar. You can turn it into an all day savoury apple, which is <laughs> quite nice. Good stuff. Uh, well, just have a look at the recent ones that have come in. Uh, cat problem. <clears throat> Kieran Moriarty says, "All right, lads, got an urgent life logistics question. I have two cats, and one of them has gone on a rampage trying to kill the local birds." cats doing it uh problem is their murdering skills aren't at full throttle yet so i'm ending up with lots of small birds being brought into the house alive <clears throat> as an active coward i don't have the heart to put the birds out of their misery and keep dropping them to a wildlife sanctuary run by a complete lampard that keeps giving out oh, he's missed out the word i think it probably means information about all the birds i keep bringing around <laughs> any advice would be welcome um i don't know i think he's doing the right thing surely there's a wildlife sanctuary there that exists for you to take these birds to, where presumably they, they get healed. 
all this other bloke puts them out of their misery. So... My mate Darren re- recently husbanded <clears throat> a bird. Um, I think it was like lockdowns had a, a funny impact on him. A good one, though. They found hmm. an injured bird in, the, in their garden and he took it in. And they nursed it, it to recovery and then released yeah. it into the wild. And he sent pictures uh, to, like, you know, a few of us on a group of mm-hmm. the of the bird, the, of him holding it and gently nursing it. And oh. it was quite sweet. I don't... I mean, I'm an animal lover and you know I'm fascinated by birds. Yeah. As a bird lover, I like to observe them. A bird observer, activities. yeah. yeah. I'm, a, I'm a keen bird observer. Yeah. Um, but I, I fear birds because I don't like their flapping wings. You don't trust the birds, you, sir. You I don't trust and them. And I've t- told you before about the fucking one that got inside my house once and flew around and I shat myself. So I don't think I'd, I'd, be able, I'd have the balls, which I'm ashamed to admit. Jalapeño. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Jalapeño. A mate of mine, Joshua, I used to work with, you know him. Joshua used to work for me. Yeah. On, yeah. And he he uh, is a crafty cunt because he found <laughs> an injured bird once outside. We were working in some offices, which belonged to another company. We were renting space from them. And it was one of those offices, uh, a trendy media London office, where the, all the women were sensationally attractive. Right. Right. So I'd spend a lot of my day doing my salmon, showing off loudly, thinking that that yeah. would impress everyone. That was my strategy. It was a straightforward Good. salmon strategy. Do you know Selfish what I mean? Strategy, shouting, yeah. trying to be funny, showing off, doing tricks. Yeah. You know that Did sort you have of thing. Skateboard with you. Had a skateboard, uh, trying to produce fifty p pieces from behind people's ears, etc., etc. On back the front, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. dark glasses at all times, <clears throat> smashing things. Yeah. Smash, smash, smash. Here, girls, gavel red. Gotta do some special. First of all, anyone fancy a job player special? Right. Mm. Now, I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do a smashing <laughs> display for you all now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what he did was one day, he's a more quiet dark horse type. He's fucking gone out at lunchtime and somehow in the middle of Covent Garden found an injured bird. <laughs> fucking nursed the cunt. And then taken him and released him in some park or something, right? Oh, he took and it off or nursed it in the office? He took it in the office, did a bit of nursing. I don't know what he did. What, on the and day? Day nursing? Day nursing. Wow. And then eventually he carefully took it to a park where it was released because it had kind of got lost in a sort of slightly too urban area. And anyway, I think he then seeded the fact that this had happened around the office quietly 
in a in yeah, a quiet yeah, yeah, yeah. way, right? Good. Strategic. He let Almost it be the known. Opposite to to what you were me. doing. I'd yeah. be like, I fucking fixed the bird. I fixed it. <laughs> Everyone gather around. I've got a speech to make about a thing I've done. I found the bird, and it was dying. So I made it better, and now it's at the park. Who wants to get off with me? <laughs> Former Q. But not him. He fucking just let it subtly creep through the grapevine. Yeah. And this girl who we'd all been sort of like admiring on the reception desk for some mm. weeks, she's fucking turned up and said, she walked in and we were like gobsmacked, right? She was like a supermodel and she's walked in. She's gone, which one of you... I'm not again. It's Sandy Lady. It's me, of course. You probably want to come and ask me about my wonderful career. Uh, no, let me finish. Which one of you is Josh, the man who nursed? Uh, what? What do, you want to, what do you want to talk to that twat for? He, because he respects the life of animals to the extent that he nursed a bird in his own time and then released it into a park. And it's him that I am willing to get off with, not you. <laughs> I'm, I'm keen to get off with. I'm, there's someone I'm keen to get off with if he has a moment. Is it me, Sad the Lady? No, it is not you. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, I thought it was me. I'll just go back to what I'm doing then. Are you sure? Are you sure it's not me? <laughs> I think there might have been an administrative mix up here. It's usually me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have nursed that bird, but he got to it first, didn't he? <laughs> I told him what to do. I told him how to nurse it. I looked on I've Google. had loads of bird nursing before. <laughs> I told him. <laughs> He's my apprentice. Come here. Right, you're right, Josh. You are bang out of order doing that, right? Uh, I've got to make you pay for this. <laughs> I'll make you pay for this. Old fucking Stick. toy day. Yeah. Stealing my fucking thunder again. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, so that was impressive. Yeah, what, what advice do we give then? Just do carry on doing what you're doing. Get the birds. He's taking it to a them. wildlife sanctuary. Um, he's, be, he's dealing with a lampard who keeps telling him about all the birds. Which I think's good. Mm. You get some education there, free education. Don't see that as yeah, a negative. I don't see think, that as a positive. I don't think that's necessarily. Um, Lampardy. Nah, it's not Lampardy. He's just being helpful. Absorb all the yeah. info you can while you've got the chance. Yeah, you're doing the right thing, Kieran. You're keeping the circle of life going. Eventually, your cat will learn how to kill these birds properly, and then your problem will be solved. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the the gentle balance of the universe is uh, as it should be there, I think. Mark Nicholson says, I'm going to uh, North Berwick, not to be confused with Berwick-upon-Tweed in a few weeks. North Berwick is a beach town. It seems to have no amusement arcades, a.k.a. no coining opportunities. Shall I sack off the holiday and stay at home or buy one of them big coining machines to be delivered to the holiday home? Well, that's a very stupid option, Mark. That's not going to happen. Uh, just go on holiday. Have a nice time. It doesn't have to be about coining, being at the beach. It's an augmentation of, of the beach coining. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm seriously thinking of going to the Isle of Wight now because, do you know what, fuck it. But I don't necessarily have to go to the beach when I'm there. And if I go to the beach, I don't I, I don't say this lightly, but I've already thought if I do go to the beach, mm-hmm. and you know that Shanklin Beach is my coin in Mecca, right? It is. It's, it's the main thing I look forward to every year. 
is coining down there, right? But the if I do go to the beach, which I might not, I, I'm almost certain that I won't coin. Because I've I'm got not to be coining. honest, folks, coining is probably... I'm not being overcautious because you've got to live your life, right? I'm being mm. appropriately cautious in my mind. But I just think that coining is going to be one of the most rampant COVID danger zones that you could get. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we kind of feel responsible for bigging it up so much, don't we, as well? Please, 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 coin responsibly this summer, right? You've got to coin with gloves on, haven't you? You've got to coin, coin with latex gloves on, I think. It, if you're going anywhere near an arcade in any capacity, mask and gloves, please. Yes, we are looking into getting the Latvians to make some latex coining gloves, branded Top Flight Time Machine, but <laughs> we're still in negotiations, so watch this space. Yeah, I mean, I would they for actually, what along the beach. The Latvians would, are doing masks now, by the way. If you, are they? yeah, so we can get top flight time machine masks. Oh well, yeah. we might have to do that then. Pick a couple of slogans to put on them. Yeah. Um, we, uh, I went for a walk along the beach the other night on me on my mm. birthday, um, mm. but I didn't go till about half seven. And the beach is normally full during the day, full of you know beach cunts. But when you go at half seven, mm-hmm. there's hardly anybody there. Loads of space for you to space out. Yeah, I mean, lovely if, ninety minute walk. And you look like I didn't if you're on the beach in the evening, you look like a mysterious drifter. You look sophisticated, exactly. I exactly. Don't, I, yeah, I think I'm not in a bad way, but yeah, you look like a mysterious drifter who's seen yeah. many things in life. Yeah, and is or now just yeah. Well, yeah, which is the I mean, mysterious drifter is like to some Kill people that's just a, yeah, it's just like a cold word for nonce. <laughs> Caution. Caution. Gonna... There are three there are three prosecuted mysterious drifters living in your area. <laughs> I might get a top flight time machine mask to wear next time I go to the beach with not a nonce across yeah. the front. Or of it. mysterious drifter. Mysterious yeah. drifter, brackets. Not, not a nonce. Not um a Stuart Ives, regular correspondent, who, by the way, is um, very happy because he has been bothering us for so long about merchandise being made available in Australia oh, where he lives. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is now available. And if you are an Australian canter, then I got a tweet from one of your fellow Australian canters today. You said that he ordered um, some mugs on Sunday and they arrived in the post this morning on Tuesday. Wow. So at the moment, the deliveries in Australia are happening quicker than they are here in Old Blighty. It's gone so, from, what, from Latvia to Australia in two days. No, because, or have we got an Australian the, no, because the Latvian outfit, we bas- basically <clears throat> we've now got a where um, a production warehouse, a machine like Bertha, but in Australia. In fact, two right. two different locations. Okay. So now suddenly they're knocking the stuff out in Australia. Ditto America. So if you're in America, Canada, or Australia, then fill your boots on the merch page. Anyway. Uh, Stuart Ives has written to us asking for jeans advice. Rick jeans. <laughs> this, is, this is a good question, right? Jeans I advice. Bought, I bought about can we, seven. Can we have a little? Can we? Hang on. Can we have one of those little stings that we play? Yeah. Okay. Jeans advice. So here we go. Stuart Ives, right? <laughs> Hi, Sam, Andy, and the metal cunt. I bought about seven pairs of jeans during lockdown. I haven't worn jeans for years, but rediscovered my love of them recently. <laughs> Is it acceptable to mm, have more than... I love them jeans. Oh, I forgot how much I loved a good pair of jeans. I tell you what, right? I am... A, in normal life, I was a daily jeans wearer, but yeah. I haven't worn jeans since lockdown begun. And I'm seriously thinking I might never again. 
So well, for me, I never it's wear had the jeans. reverse effect. I never wear jeans between April and October anyway. I'm shorts. shorts. Right. 24-7, unless I have to go somewhere where jeans have to be worn, mm. which is very Like a rodeo. Rare. Like a rodeo, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like a rhinestone cowboy. But, uh, yeah, my jeans haven't come out of the cupboard for months. I just now, it's like... I'm so used to not wearing jeans and other. It's it just rem- it. the idea of it. You just think, why do we wear such uncomfortable clothes? Yeah, that scratch at your flesh. Soon we will be nude all the time. Anyway, he says uh, I haven't worn jeans for years, but rediscovered my love of them recently. It's accept- is it acceptable to have more than one pair going at once, such as one for rig life and one for work outside rig life as experts suggest only washing them once every seven to ten wears I don't wear oh. jeans to work however I could if I so desired oh listen to him could if I wanted just choose oh. not to wow well first of all Stuart there's uh, this raises as many questions as it does answers because what are what trousers are you wearing What's are you, you wear shorts regularly, are yeah. you tracksuit bottoms do chinos? you wear cords do you wear leather trousers or maybe you're a chinos man yeah um, so I'm interested to know that. Uh, should I have worn one pair on a go? Well, yeah, but I pick you up where you say one for rig life. Never wear jeans inside the house. No, never. What is never, the point? No. You're wasting your time. You're wasting the jeans, right? Yeah. There's an extra wear on them that they don't need and you don't need, right? It's fucking ludicrous. If I come in the house in a pair it's of just jeans from, from a day out. Uh, <clears throat> at, the, at the rodeo, right? Yeah. <laughs> or like I might have been out at the meet the at the monthly meeting of my Fonzarelli appreciation meeting here in Barnes, where yeah. we just get jeans together, dressing yeah. jeans and leather jackets, right? Um, I come home and I'm the f- I can't even communicate my family until I've run upstairs and changed out of the jeans. Jeans are uncomfortable. Never wear them in the wear. rig. If yeah. you wear them out. Like I say, to a rodeo or some sort of coolness event, right? Perhaps you're going to see a screening of the James Dean film Rebel Without a Course and Something you like want to yeah. dress the part, right? Then that's fine, but no. And um, washing them seven to ten wears, that is only really if you've got the very expensive selvage denim, often from Japanese brands, that washes mm. out real quick. If yeah, um, And so that's why people... But if you've just got a normal pair of fucking Levi's or something like that, Wash them as many times as you want, mate. They get better and better. Yeah, they go. Personally, I, I can't see. I tell you what, I don't know what sizes you are, Stuart Eyes, but I might be selling a lot of jeans <clears> soon because I can't see myself going back to them. No way. Jeans advice for you there. Uh, Chris Barham, this is one for you, Andy. And I'm sure the question's yep. been asked before, <clears throat> but we all want to know the answer again. Uh, it's from Chris Barham, and he's um, he's a man after our hearts here because he simply asked the question in the subject heading and has not included any copy in the email, which is exactly the sort of email we like, isn't it? Oh, perfect, yeah. He's just written, air fryer, is it shit? And he'd go. No, the air fryer is not shit. The air fryer is fantastic. You can do all sorts in it. You can do chips uh, with just half a tablespoon of vegetable oil, which is really healthy. You can do... How crispy uh, are they? What? How How crispy are they? They're they're not massively crispy, but they're not soggy either. They're quite Mm. dry. They're... How do they the compare to an oven chip? How do they? Uh, oh, they're better than oven chips. chips. They're miles better than oven chips. I've never right. had an oven chip for years since I discovered the air fryer. You can do potato wedges, sweet potato wedges. You can do sausages mm. in them. You can do uh, uh, seven-inch size pizzas. 
What about, thing. What, what about this? This is what I'm interested in. What about battered things? Yeah. Because as a vegetarian, Fish I'm fingers. quite into the, like battering vegetables in the tempura style and then frying Oh, that. right, like that. Fresh batter on them. Dip um, something in batter and then stick and then it in stick the fryer. It in. Don't see why not. Don't mm. see why not. The thing about the air fryer is you've got to try stuff, see if it works. You can't what break brand it. have you got? Remind us what brand I've you've got, got. I've got the Philips. Okay. Which I think is the best one, but I've not really tried many others, but no one I've heard of that's got the Philips speaks badly of it. So, And I've had nothing but success with it. So, yeah, fucking go for it. Because someone said that the air fryer um, and the... Um, or someone was talking about, what was it, pressure cookers. There's a thing called an instant pot now, mm. which we weren't aware of, which is kind of like a pressure cooker, and it cooks everything really quick. You can cook a chicken in fucking... 20 minutes or something. A minute. <laughs> yeah. Insta chicken. So we're all over that now. We're going to get well, one of them. I, for one, you know, I don't eat chickens anymore, but I am tired of waiting. Tired, tired, tired. It's why I became vegetarian. I was just tired of waiting all that time for chickens for to cook. Yeah. I was just like, fuck that. I haven't got time. I'm going vegetarian because meat just takes too long. I wonder how long it takes to cook an autolan. Oh, my in a God. instant pod. 20 seconds. Since, since we talked about Autoland, so many... The Cosmos has been so involved in this, <laughs> really? right? Like, so many people have had Cosmos experiences with Autoland since I mentioned mine. Like, Jesus. people tweeting and saying, oh, you know, I fucking... The day you talked about it, I switched on Billionaire, and it was that scene as soon as I switched on. Um, right. And then someone... Forgive me for not remembering your name. I haven't got it in front of me, but someone tweeted me yes, tweeted us yesterday saying... I decided to look it up about the billions scene with the Autoland and yeah. look what website the first hit was. And it was a website called Cosmos. Yeah, I saw that. Fucking Shit. mad, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. There's been a lot of... Well, we started it and now it's gone global. We predicted quite near the beginning of lockdown that the birds were planning some sort of takeover. We said that yeah. right near the beginning, didn't we? We did, yeah. And at first people were like, oh, it's just Sam and Andy with their usual like crackpot ideas, right? Yeah. Since then, we've all seen the footage of that massive crow tsunami in fucking America, right, outside mm-hmm. of Walmart. You saw that, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Madness, right? Now, uh, everywhere you look, Ortland, Ortland, Ortland. To the extent that I'm thinking, maybe this is, maybe these things are connected, and maybe what the birds are doing is planning revenge for the way in which we've treated their Ortland brothers and sisters. I their don't little know. Friends, yeah, yeah. Could be, yeah. Who knows? Right, that's it from this one. Um, if we've missed anything, we'll try and pick it up next week. And as always, get your life logistics problems in. Contact at tftimemachine.com or on the Twitter, and we will endeavour to help you. I think we might have helped one or two people a day, hopefully. I'm not totally sure, but we've, we've learned some things. Definitely Stuart Ives has learned from the oh, genes conversation. Oh, we've got some genes advice, yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah. call the episode genes advice, I think, because that's uh, strong But also, we, I think we gave some strong, unsolicited advice on how to navigate Toy Day for both children yeah, and adults. no one was expecting that, were they? No. All right, there you go. That's your lot. Thanks very much. Fuck off. See ya.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.